Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Clap your hands and praise Him again and magnify the Lord tonight. For He alone is worthy. Thank you for your blood, Jesus. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. Lord, we thank you for what you did on Sunday. I thank you, Lord, for everyone that was baptized in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for those on Sunday that were filled with your spirit. I thank you, Lord, for the confirmed miracles that we have heard about because it reminds us again that you love us and that it's by your stripes that we are healed. I thank you, Lord, for the preaching of the word of the Lord, and Brother Spencer Smith and and evangelist David Smith and God what was spoken even by Sister Carlin Smith on Sunday evening God tonight we've come to give you glory because Lord we know that there's hope for every one of us that no matter the situation you're able to still able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think so tonight I petition you again that every, every soul in the building would be filled with your spirit Every broken body would be healed tonight. I pray that, Lord, the unanswered prayers would become answered. Lord, because faith in the building is among us. Lord, I pray for unity among the saints. Unity among the brethren. I pray for unity among the body. That we as an army of the Lord can move forward to do exactly what you called us to do. Help us, Lord, to reach Zanesville with the gospel of Jesus Christ. God, I'm asking you tonight to help us to reach surrounding cities with the gospel of Jesus Christ. That you would give us the wisdom and the ability, Lord, to fill these cities, Lord, with the doctrine, God, of hope and mercy and grace. I'm asking you tonight, tonight, God, let your anointing be upon Brother Smith as he preaches the word of the Lord. We're so thankful for the man of God. God, we give you glory and honor. Would you clap your hands and give him glory and honor? Hallelujah. We love you today. Amen, amen, amen. I do believe Brother Smith's been coming since 2005. Isn't that something? 17 years. Uh, you're a member. I think you're a member. And, uh, and we're so honored this, this past weekend that your son, Brother Spencer, Man preached such a powerful word to us. He's a man of consecration. Amen. We certainly love them. And Cece's here tonight. Sister Carla Smith. We love Brother Smith, you and your family so much. You're like family. As we say, we family. And don't we love the Smiths? Would you give them a hand? He's going to come and preach the word of the Lord tonight. We want him to take his liberty. Do whatever you feel of the Lord. Come on, let's give him a big welcome here tonight as he preaches the word of the Lord. How many loves your pastor? Huh? How many loves your pastor's wife and their family? I say it every time that I get the microphone or every time I get a chance. You got to have a man of God in your life. Got to have a pastor. Got to have a man to come by and bump you every once in a while and say, Come on now, I'm counting on you. 
Got to have a man of God come by every once in a while and say, my Lord, what were you thinking? Got to have a man of God come by every once in a while and say, boy, I'm sure proud of you. And every once in a while he comes by and says, come on now, step it up. Look like you're sidestepping on me. Thank God for a man of God. You know what I like? Yeah, I told somebody, I told somebody, man, pastoring's a bummer. I said, man, being the man, you, it's, it's, it could be a bummer. They said, what do you mean by that? I said, when the old Trump sounds and we're all up there, I said, first thing, pastor's got to answer for all of us. And then when he gets done answering for all of us, he's going to have to answer for himself. I said, he gets a double whammy. I said, instead of them little bracelets people wear and say, what would Jesus do? You might ought to get one and say, what would my pastor do? I told that little fella, I said, whatever you do before you do something stupid again, you might ought to ask yourself, what would my pastor do? Man, thank God for a man of God that stands in the gap. Trust me. I thought about shaving my head one time. My wife said, you can't shave your head. She said, number one, you'd look like SpongeBob. And plus, I couldn't shave it because all them times my pastor would come by and thump my head and say, you better straighten up. Boy, I got knots everywhere. So that's why. So, Brother Nehemiah, that's why I hadn't went that way yet. Yeah. Number one, I don't mind looking like SpongeBob. I just wouldn't want people to ask me what all them knots on that head's about. So. Look at your neighbor, say, you look better than I do. Some of you might have to ask God to forgive you, but it sure is fun, isn't it? <laughs> now, look, it's Wednesday night, and I know a lot of times we got a lot of teaching happening. I'm glad my family's here with me. We'll be rolling out tomorrow, headed to Missouri, but glad my family's here with me. But if you'll preach with me for the next few moments, I, I really do feel like... Um, the Lord put a little something in my spirit today. All right? I just wanted to make sure till I got here, and then when I got here, I just, I got clear. I, I just, I guess it's the way I do it. So if you just preach with me for uh, a few moments, I believe the Lord will touch some people in the house here tonight. You okay with that? Everybody good? I know you've been working all day. I ain't crazy. I know you had to hurry up and try to get to church. I ain't crazy. So if you preach with me, we're going to get out of here real quick. If not, I actually don't have to leave till about 10 in the morning. And I'm not tired and I'm not hungry and I just took a sip of water. I ain't thirsty. So bump your neighbor and say, please, God, preach with that guy. <laughs> Are you ready? The Bible said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen. I might ought to tell you, Hebrews 11 one through six, because the if you hadn't noticed, the screens are not up. And then I normally, I never give scriptures out, but I'll do it tonight. Hebrews 11, one through six. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. He said, for by it the elders obtained a good report. He said, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. He said, by faith, he said, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, and by which he obtained the witness that he was righteous. He said, God testifying of his gifts, he said, and by it uh, 
he being dead yet speaketh. He goes, by faith, he said, Enoch, he was translated uh, that he should not see death uh, and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Boy, don't you want to know that you please God before we're taken out of here? Woo! He pleased God. He pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Let me preach just for a few moments about faith for right now. Faith for right now. Is that all right? Let's lift our hands right now and ask the Lord God. God, I want you to bless each and every person in the house. Your word is already anointed, God. I just need you to help the mouthpiece. Your word is already anointed, God. I'm just going to ask you, Lord God, to open our minds, our hearts, and our spirits, God, that we can do exactly, Lord, what you want us to do in this place here tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Give him a hand clap of praise. Yeah, when you're done, you can sit down. God's going to bless us in the house. Here's the deal. There's been times in my life where I needed a miracle and I needed it right then. Can I be honest with you? Past victories uh, did me no good uh, in that present time. In fact, I wasn't really worried about the future and I wasn't really concerned about what had already happened, but what I was concerned about is what I needed God to do right then and right now. There's every once in a while, and I'm just gonna be a little honest, in our walk with God, sometimes we get a tendency to look toward the future and sometimes we'll lean uh, upon the past, but what we need to do is right now is learn how to have faith for right now that when I believe that when I pray God can do it right then when I believe when I begin to ask God God can do it right now I'm here to tell somebody in the house that my God said I'm the same yesterday today and forever he's not a God that might almost do it but he's a God that can do it right now he's a God that when he begins to move he can move right now I believe that the God that I serve, that if you need a miracle in this house, uh, my God uh, can do it right now. When you get it in your mouth, uh, you can say, God is gonna heal me right now. God is gonna provide for me uh, right now. Uh, God is gonna save my family uh, right now. God is gonna bless my ministry uh, right now. Can I tell somebody, I'm not gonna wait uh, on some other time, but I'm gonna serve the God uh, that can do it right now. Somebody ought to get rid of old stinking thinking. Get a check up from the neck up and say, I'm going to get my blessing right now. I'm going to be delivered uh, right now. God's going to work out on my behalf right now. I believe right here there's a roll call in Hebrews 11. Faith, the Bible said, faith helped the elders obtain a good report. He said, by faith, Abel offered. He said, by faith, Enoch was translated. He said, by faith, Noah moved and prepared and became. By faith, Abraham obeyed. Through faith, Sarah conceived. And by faith, Abraham obeyed 
offered. By faith, Isaac was blessed. And by faith, Jacob worshiped. And by faith, Joseph gave commandments. And by faith, Moses refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. And by faith, they passed through the Red Sea. And by faith, the walls of Jericho fell. And by faith, Rahab perished not. I'm here to tell somebody, by faith, you can have whatever you want. By faith, God can move on your behalf. Somebody ought to dance in advance and say, by faith, I'm about to get my blessing. By faith, God is about to work it out on my behalf. I'm telling somebody, don't you let the devil lie to you. Don't you let the devil try to deceive you. Don't you let the devil try to tell you it ain't going to happen because by faith, anything can happen in this building tonight. That Bible, that Bible said, and what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell you. And that of Samson and of David also and Samuel and of the prophets. He said, who through faith subdued kingdoms. He wrought righteousness. He obtained promises and stopped the mouths of the line. The Bible said that it quenched the violence of fire. It escaped the edge of the sword. And he said, out of weakness, they were made strong. He said, they waxed valiant in fight. And they turned the flight of the armies into aliens. He said, women received their dead, raised to life again. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. He said, and others uh, had uh, trials uh, of cruel mockings uh, and scourgings. Uh, yea, uh, moreover, the bonds uh, of imprisonment. Uh, the Bible said that they were stoned uh, and they were sown asunder. Uh, they were tempted uh, and they were slain uh, with the sword. Uh, and they wandered about in sheepskins uh, and goatskins, uh, being destitute, uh, afflicted, uh, and tormented. Uh, and that word says, uh, of whom uh, the world was not worthy. They wandered in the desert and in the mountains and in the dens and the caves of the earth. And it said, in all these, having attained a good report through faith, receiving not the promise. He said, God, having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Can I tell you something? It ain't going to do you no good to try to figure out what God's going to do in the next week or two when you don't even really know what's about to happen. you got to have faith for right now that when something begins to happen in a week or two, you can say, no, 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 i got faith for right now. I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to back away. I'm not going to get detoured, deluded, or delayed. i got faith for right now. God can work it out right now. God can move on my back have right now. I got faith for right now. It wouldn't have done Abraham any good to have faith for a future miracle when his son was laying on an altar in front of him. It would not have done Moses and the children of Israel to have faith that God could part the seas about a month 
before they got there or right after the Egyptians arrived, but they had to have faith that God was able to do it right then. They had to have faith for the present. See, faith is taking the first step, not knowing where the second might lead. Faith is taking the first step, not knowing what's going to happen on the second one. I told people one time, I guess everybody's tried to do it, or if, if you thought you was a superhero, you tried to do it. I have tried to step off the end of the pool. I don't even like swimming. But I figured I could step off. If one can walk underwater, I probably could too. I was sadly mistaken. As soon as I stepped off the pool onto the water, I did not pull the stunt that happened in the Bible. I went straight to the bottom. I figured I had faith, just wasn't enough apparently. Anybody else ever tried to walk on water beside me? Oh, look at all that. My God, we must all be from the same family. So faith, whoo, we family. <laughs> Pastor said we family a while ago. Huh? So faith is what? When you take the first step, not lowering well, the second one's going to lead. See, faith moved Jesus because you can ask the woman with the issue of blood. She said, you know what? I don't got to talk to him. I don't got to look at him. I don't even have to, to have him lay hands on me. She said, but if I could just but touch the hem of his garment. She says, I know that I could be made whole. Can I tell somebody in the building, we need some faith for right now to say, you know what? The doctor has said one thing, but God's about to say something different. The doctor. The doctor said one thing, but God's about to say something different. The lawyer has said one thing, but God is about to say something different. Can I tell somebody we need a little faith for right now? You say, well, Brother Smith, you just don't understand what's about to happen. I'm telling you, I got faith for right now. I might not know where my next step's going to lead me, but I know one thing. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. I've never seen God leave nobody high and dry. I've never seen the Lord get nervous or worried about what's about to happen. I got some faith for right now. I'm believing that God can do it right now. My God can open up blind eyes. He can unstop deaf ears. He can take care of cancer. He can take care of your crazy mother-in-law. My God can do anything. You got you better believe that you got to have faith for right now because I'm telling you God can do anything. Centurion said, you ain't got to go. Just speak the word. Faith for right now. Blind born a mess. Come on, Lord. He said, come on. He said, come here. He said, let me do something for you. You see, you must have faith for right now because here's why. God can help you right now. God can save you right now. Let me tell you something. I had a phone call. I think it was last night. Was it last night I prayed for the woman on the phone? Oh, yeah. Last night I got a phone call. Guy was ringing my phone off the hook. I was trying to hang out with somebody. I thought, man, he just ain't going to stop. Must be something important. I called. I said, yeah. He goes, hey, Brother Smith. Yeah. He said, I'm in my office. I said, oh, okay. He said, I'm about to pray for somebody. I said, okay. Pray. He goes, no. He said, listen, 35 years I've been working on these people. 35 years. And he began to tell me all the pedigree. and I, I, it, I don't, None of that matters to me. God saves the rich just like he saves the poor. God saves the pretty just like he saves the ugly. 
She don't care. If you want it, she's going to give it. I don't know why we got to put people on stipulation. On how really? I want to say, who died and made you king? You know what's the fun? The worst ones is the ones that was all jacked up when they came. And they done got unjacked up and they got holy. And then all of a sudden they got holy and then they get self-righteous. Every once in a while you might have a little flashback of where we came from. Whoo, it don't matter to me what they look like, what they smell like, what they sound like. I don't care what color their skin is. I don't care if they got two hands, one hand, no hands. It don't make me no different. I'm for everybody coming. I said, I'm for everybody coming. I said, I'm for everybody coming. My God, I passed 100 people on the road on the way here that ought to be in the church tonight. I believe in everybody coming. He said, I need you to pray. I said, okay, what's going on? He said, I heard her speak in tongues. I'm thinking, oh, okay. He said, my wife heard her speak in tongues. I said, okay. He said, her son heard her speak in tongues. I said, yes, sir. I'm thinking, I'm hanging out. Let's go on and get on down with it. You know what I'm talking about. Hurry up. He goes, she can't hear herself speak in tongues. I said, oh, that's easy. He goes, what? I said, yeah, I met people like that before. I said, there ain't nothing wrong with her tongue. I said, there's something wrong with her ears. He goes, no, she hears well. I said, no, she don't. If she hears well, she'd hear herself speaking tongues unless you're lying. Did you hear her speaking tongues? He said, yeah. I said, your wife heard her speaking tongues? He goes, yeah. I said, and her boy heard her speaking tongues? He said, yeah. I said, and she hadn't heard herself speaking tongues? He said, yeah. I said, nothing wrong with her tongue. Something wrong with her ears. He goes, no, she hears well. I said, no, she don't. I said, because, listen to me. You know, can, I, can I prove something to you? Some of you want to shout, but you don't shout because you're too worried about what somebody else is going to think of you. Some want to run, but you won't run because you're so worried about what somebody else might think about you. That's just the way flesh is. I said, here's what's happening. I said, Pastor Shannon, here's what's happening. Every time she starts speaking in tongues, the devil just goes, can't hear herself. He goes, seriously? I said, yeah, seriously. And I started telling him about the story in Louisiana at men's conference. 3,000 men down there. Gentleman walked up to me, 73 years old. I didn't know that then. I, I didn't feel that out. It's what he told me later. Wasn't moving in the gift of suspicion. He actually said he was 73. <laughs> so anyway, he said, my pastor heard me speak in tongues. My two boys are here heard me speak in tongues. I never heard myself speak in tongues. Can I speak in tongues? I said, sure. He said, are you going to pray for me to speak in tongues? I said, nope. I'm going to pray for your ears. He said, nothing's wrong with my ears. I said, yeah, that's what you say. <laughs> we got to praying. I said, Jesus, you got to keep them ears unstopped. Don't you dare let the devil put his fingers in there. All of a sudden, that guy got to speaking in tongues. When he got done, he said, hey, Brother Smith. I said, yeah. He goes, I just heard myself speaking in tongues. I said, yeah, me too. He said, I got the Holy Ghost. I said, you sure did. Nothing wrong with his tongue. Something wrong with his ears. 
I was at another church and told that story at Mike Watch's church, and four people in one service come up to me and said, I don't know why you told that story, but that's me. I never heard myself speak in tongues, and I've always worried about it. I said, no problem. We got to praying, and all four of them spoke in tongues that night, and all four of them heard themselves spoken to. I'm telling you. I said, well, I'm going to tell you, Jesus is uh, unstoppable. He can do it. Uh, so last night we got to praying for the woman. I could hear her speaking in tongues. I said, Shannon, she's speaking in tongues. He goes, I know. He goes, you hear yourself speaking in tongues? She goes, no. I said, we got to pray again. So we prayed a little bit while longer. She's speaking in tongues. And I said, Shannon, ask her, why are you doing it? You hear yourself speaking in tongues? No. I'm like, goodness gracious. So I thought, you know, I'm going to have to take authority over the phone. I said, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you got to unstop them ears right now. She got to speaking in tongues. I said, can't she hear herself speaking in tongues? She goes, no. I said, keep praying for her and call me back. I'm going to go give me something to drink. And so I went ahead and come. What am I going to do? I can't. I ain't there to, you know. Huh? Pray the prayer of faith. What am I going to do? What more can you do? It ain't like I can reach my phone, hand through the phone, and like, you know, that, that's what I want to do. So I hung up the phone, and in about two or three minutes, he texted me, said, oh, my God, she just got the Holy Ghost. I said, she already had the Holy Ghost. She just had to hear herself speak in tongues. Listen to me. If you ain't ever heard yourself speak in tongues, this ain't about the Holy Ghost tonight, but you got you to gotta know that you, ooh, don't let the enemy lie to you or try to deceive you. you got to have faith for right now. If you want God to do it, he can do it. If you want the Lord to work it out, he can work it out. I'm telling you, that woman wanted the Holy Ghost, but here's what was happening. Not only had she never spoken tongues, her family had already told her, if you go down there and you get to speaking in tongues and acting like them crazy people, we ain't going to be family no more. Can I help you here? It don't matter. If they want to act like that when the trump blows, they're not going to be family anymore anyway. She's going to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant, and they're just going to be well done. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference. I'm telling somebody, don't you dare let somebody keep you out of the house of God. Don't you dare let somebody keep you from coming to the house of the Lord. Don't you dare let somebody keep you from getting whatever you want from God. You've got to have faith for right now. You've got to say, I'm going to get what I want right now. I don't care if it hair lips the devil. I'm going to get what I want right now. I'm not going to let anybody keep me from getting what I want from God. People are nuts. Can't let people keep you from getting what you want from the Lord. I had an old girl in New Orleans. I was, we were going baptisms. I got down there. I said, you ready to be baptized? She said, preacher, you listen to me. She said, you see this right here? I said, yes, ma'am. She says, I had that did yesterday. $110. I said, that's a pretty hairdo. She goes, I'm not going to get baptized and mess up my hair. Her and her mom was sitting there. Her mom just looking at her going. She said, in fact, we both got our hair did. I was like, yeah. She said, I'm not messing up my hair 
to go to no Warner. And she said, and that just settles that. I said, yes, ma'am, I understand. She goes, so you okay with that? I said, well, no, not really, but it's your hair. It ain't my hair. I said, so you're going to do what you want to do. I said, but I, could I just give you a little word of advice? She said, yeah. I said, I'd rather have my hair a little bit wet than a whole lot burnt. Her mama said, that's what I'm talking about. Her mama said, you better get up and go get up in that water. And the world stood up, and she said, I'm going to the water. She said, because I'm not going to let this head get burnt. I said, that's what I'm talking about. I said, we're going to go on down to the water. She starts walking off. She turns around to her mama. She said, uh-uh, get up crazy. She said, you going with me. She said, you need it more than I do. Next thing you know, they both got baptized. Don't you let somebody keep you from getting what you want from God when you got to have faith for right now. Don't you dare let somebody try to tell you something that they don't got no Bible for. Faith for right now. So if you need help, it's right here. If you need saving, it's right here. If you need deliverance, it's right here. If you need a miracle or a cure, for a, I'm telling you, it's right here. You say, so you think it can happen? I know it can happen. Yeah. He said, again, I say, he said, if two of you shall agree on earth, that's touching any one thing, and ask, it shall be done for them of the Father which is in heaven. He said, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them also. Now, this is talking about something totally different, but we're just going to use that for this because it sounds good. Kind of like Brother Morgan said, he had this word and he got this revelation he felt. So he asked Doc Hughes about the revelation. Doc Hughes says, well, that ain't what that means. Brother Morgan said, well, that's good. He said, but I'm going to preach it anyway because nobody else knew the difference. <laughs> just kidding. He ain't going to preach something that wasn't in the Bible. We love Brother Morgan, but he was just joking. But there is a place in the Bible that says that if you don't have faith enough for yourself, he says, get two or three more, and then out of your mouth, let every word be established. What he was saying in the DIV version, that's David's inspired version. That was in the King James, and then we're going to go to the DIV version. This is my version. What he was saying was, he was saying, if you are a 50 percenter in faith, get you 225s, and now you got 100. If you're 80% faithful, get you two tens, and now you got a hundred. If you ain't got no faith, get the whole church. <laughs> so what he was saying was, he said, if you don't got enough for yourself, just get somebody to join up with you to agree that when you pray, something's going to happen. Faith for right now. Faith to happen right now, for it to move right now. So in the house here tonight, all right, because I know you're wondering what time it is. It's 743. Hey, right now. <laughs> and we're about to pray right now. Come on, girl, you want to go over? Come on up there with me. So you say, is it going to happen like that? Yeah. Is, is it going to move like that? Mm-hmm. 
It, it's so it's, so we don't have to cut the lights down a little bit and get the organ going woo, 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 for it to move. No, no. God's fixing to move right now. He's fixing to touch people right now. Now, this ain't a trick question. If, 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 if you don't need nothing, then that's good. Thank God. But if you need something from the Lord, or you need him to handle something, you need him to work out a situation, you need him to do something for you, and you just want him to do it right now. You say, whoo, well, whoo, don't get nervous. Put it on him. Hey, Lord, right now. I believe you can do it right now. If you're in the building and you need something from the Lord, would you raise your hand? Being honest. All right, there we go. People all across the building. All right. Now, if you're able, let's all stand. All right? Is this all right, Pastor? All right? Okay. Here we go. Uh, quickly. I need altar ministers to come quickly. Just come on quickly. Now, if you raise your hand because you need something, that's what you get for being in the ministry. You get prayed for last. Yeah. There you go. Not only that, while you're praying for somebody else, the Lord can take care of your situation right now. All right? Let's just keep coming on around. Come on. I need some more on this side here. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. All right. Are you ready? So you lifted your hand. You said, you know what? I need the Lord to do something for me. Okay? This is the step of faith. Would you just step out and come down? And here they come. Now, come all the way down. Don't stop in the middle of the hall. You know, don't cause a traffic jam like at Walmart in the middle of Christmas with one cashier. Just come on down. Come all the way down. Here they come. Come all the way down. That's right. Folks are coming. All the way down. A lot of people here tonight coming down. All right? I'm very uh, aware of the time. I know we're not time conscious, but listen, you worked all day. I'm not crazy. Tried to hurry up and get here to church and feed the babies and do homework. And I already know. But you know what we're going to do? Our ministry, we're going to pray. We're going to believe. Now, here's how we're going to do it tonight. After we repent... We're going to do this. We're going to say, I loose. And we're all going to say, I loose together. I'm going to lead us in that. Don't worry. And then whatever your situation is, whatever your problem, whatever's going on, you're going to call it out to the Lord. You're going to speak it out. Now, it's going to sound like a rumble in the altar because ain't nobody listening to what you're saying. You're telling God, you know, God, my whatever, you know, I've got migraines or my back's hurting or I got a sickness. I got a disease. I got a problem at my job. You're going to call it out. Okay. You got to say whatever you need. The Lord don't hear unspoken requests. That's tradition. I got a unspoken request. Ten more years. I got a special. It went from unspoken to special. I got a special unspoken request. Ten more years. I got a special unspoken. The reason you got a special unspoken request is because you never said nothing. Staying in the Bible. Sorry. That thing's smoking. <laughs> Just staying in the Bible. All right? Is that, is that good? You like that? Don't use that. If you use that when you preach and you send me a check, yeah, and say you got it from me. Yeah. Give credit where credit's due. Whew. Don't be trying to dip up in my check, man. Got to watch these people around here. So we're going we're gonna to say I loose, and then we're going to call it out. And then we're going to say, I bind it in the outer darkness. And then I want you to tell the Lord whether you need a healing or a miracle or a deliverance, whatever you need. 
And when we speak the word of faith, I promise you, when these, when these men and women just start coming through and just laying their hand, I'm telling you, things are going to change tonight. Anybody else want to come? I'm, we already got an altar full, but I'm just making sure. Anybody else want to come? So now the whole house is going to repent. Are you ready? Let's do it together. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, for everything that I've thought, that I've done, that I've said, and that I've heard. Forgive me, Lord, of things I don't even realize I have done. I give myself 100% to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my miracle, for my deliverance, for my healing. Thank you, Lord, for filling me and refilling me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Say, I lose. Now, whatever's coming against you, start telling the Lord right now all over the congregation. Just start calling it out to him right there. I told you it was going to sound like a little rumble here in the altar. There you go. That's right. Just uh, There you go. Just start telling him. I'm going to give you a little while just to tell him. They're going to start playing something soft. and, and they, uh, Just go ahead. Just keep telling him right now. Whatever's coming against just start telling right now. That's right. I'm going to give you about 30 seconds. It'll feel like an hour, but it won't be. Just start telling them. You're loosening it from your body, your mind, or your spirit. It's happening right now. You're loosening it from your body, your mind, or your spirit. It's happening right now. That's right. Come on. It's doing it. It's happening right now. You're loosening it right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's happening right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, God. That's right. It's happening. Now, I want you to say, I bind it in the outer darkness. Say it again. I bind it in the outer darkness. All right, I want you to get ready. It's about to happen. Altar Ministries, get ready. You're about to lay hands. By the authority in the Word of God and by the power of the name Jesus, receive it now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Altar Ministries, find somebody. Begin to lay your hands right now. Let it happen now, I say. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, now I say. Come on. I want you to believe right now. Believe right now. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.